Hello, everybody. So welcome to Self Cell Care. We have Michelle Froge, uh, the rock star coach here today. And we're going to be talking about processing our feelings and how that is a part of healing. And so let me bring on Michelle Froge. Hello. Um, so happy to have you share this because I know that um, both of us really help people in having discernment about feelings, processing the feelings, or just throwing bad energy across the room, right? I mean, mm -hmm. exactly. And you and I were talking before the show um, that how, um, and we have uh, we have a couple of people on, the, uh, actually we have seven people uh, tuning in. So that's just awesome. Good. Piece. That's delightful. Uh, hello, Chris. Hello, Facebook user. So that's from our Facebook group, which is called Emotional Healing Toxic Free Living, which that is the new name it used to be shifting your mindset to reclaim your health but yeah since i'm launching my book i thought i'd rename it um so yeah yay yeah so if we i'm going to go into the group and i'll lower my volume here on this uh i'll go into the group because that will allow me to um communicate with those people right uh if you go into your own group on the phone uh we can see who they are and chat with them there and so we have phil uh no serino senior here yeah hello so happy to have you um but we're talking about feeling your processing our feelings is a part of healing but i think you know because you know, Michelle and I started the, the show before you guys got on. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring you into the fold and we're going to, I think we should start with the distinction of what is processing your feelings, having awareness that you, I, th I think like first people have to be aware that they're not feeling well and they're not in balance, right? Do you want to start there? Because you're amazing. Like, you're just amazing. So you do that. Okay. You know, some of us were taught um, to bury our feelings. Mm -hmm. So if something comes up and it upsets us or it saddens us, or even if, it's, if it excites us, we were taught to, you know, just kind of like be neutral, don't make noise, you know, um, children should be seen and not heard, you know, that whole thing. Or, uh, you know, women a lot of times feel a pressure to not say a whole lot. Um, but men as well have societal pressures of, you know, real men don't cry, right? That's totally wrong. But we understand what kind of programmings are out there that we might have taken on. And so the first thing, like Jody was saying, is being aware that you are feeling something. And if you have not been in the practice of feeling your feelings, then it may show up as illness. It may show up as just um, an uncomfortable feeling. It may, it may show up as a physical pain, right? Um, so, it can show up in a lot of different ways. And so the first key, like Jody was saying, is being aware that something's off. And then you can start to 
look into it a little deeper. And of course, that's, you know, what Jody and I help with, but we're going to give some little tips today just to maybe, you know, help poke around a little bit. You know, Chris says here, first of all, thank you for that. Um, it's a great, great, great start, right? And a great foundation to start from. And Chris says, I've been thinking about this lately. Men especially have been taught not to feel or express their emotion. And when she says that, what occurs to me is they quash themselves. You, you know, I mean, most people know I would. I grew up being beaten up. You know, I was, basically I was used as a punching bag, right? And so um, what happens is they quash how they really feel. And then when they finally need to get that out, it explodes and the fist comes out. That's not what we want. It can be a fist or it can be um, anger in the form of words. So it can be abusive in all sorts of ways, not just physical, but that is one way. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you know what? I want to do a shout out. Um, I don't know if it was Chris who did it or my assistant, her name was also Chris. Uh, she's uh, in the Philippines, but somebody is um, helping me on the show. I, whoever you are, I love you. If it was Chris who did it or Chris Fetula or Chris from uh, the Philippines, uh, Galvano, God bless you and thank you. So that gives me calm. So thank you. I don't have to be thinking in 10 different places. Um, that's awesome. Okay. So, yeah, the, the fist can come out. The anger from the tongue. And I've, you and I have talked about this. I've probably talked about this on the show so many times. Um, about the Masuro Emoto experiment with the water and how water holds consciousness and feelings. And so I was actually writing about this in my book. And uh, that chapter is called Taming the Tongue, right? <laughs> because we are doing a lot of damage when we don't process our feelings. And then we come out, we see all these mean things. And you're probably thinking, maybe not you, because you're an intuitive, you know everything I'm going to think anyway, but you could be thinking if you're listening, oh, I've tamed my tongue against others, which is true. But where does it really start? Self-abuse, right? We are self-critical. We um, don't, we, we, we don't, we just don't love ourselves the way that the divine uh, intended for us to love ourselves, right? Which is unconditionally. Thoughts? It's really difficult. And I'm, I um, extend a lot of grace because for some, it is very difficult when they have grown up with um caretakers who did not show them love in a healthy way or did not show them love at all um and so sometimes you know i was i loved this explanation my acupuncturist gave one day 
um, she was saying, you know, that's just their only tool. That's the only tool they have. So if someone, you know, comes at you with a fist or anger, you know, in their words, et cetera, et cetera, no justification. It doesn't make it right. Mm -hmm. But for, for those on the receiving end, sometimes it's helpful to understand what might be happening or where they may be coming from. Why are they not able to process their feelings in a healthy way? And so if this is you, give yourself some grace and do the work to heal because you're not only hurting other people when you come at them or go at them with a fist or the tongue, you are hurting yourself and you're hurting yourself actually worse because what will happen, what will happen is people that you either think highly of or love or want in your life, even if you say you don't want them in your life, they will leave. Mm -hmm. And then you will find out what it's like to be on the receiving end of hurt, but you did it yourself. And I am not pointing fingers. I am not putting blame on anyone. We just have to be responsible for our own selves, our own actions, and our own consequences, because there's a consequence to every action, whether it's perceived positive or negative. Oh, yeah. There's always a consequence to our actions, inactions, and behaviors. Thank you. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, it's a huge thing. So, I will share that I, and I'm going to use the past because it is now the past, had a lot of anger. And I assumed the worst. And that was my growing up, right? Judging, because uh, I was judged. Um, assuming people are out to get you. I mean, that's a, that's a real thing. And so not everybody grows up in a super loving home. And as much as my mom and dad loved me, and I know they did, my mom didn't have the wherewithal to come to my defense, she hid because she was scared. And so we don't know. We, we just don't know what people are facing. We don't know the path that they traveled before they entered our lives. And so going back to what Michelle is saying, and let me add to that what Dr. Nathan Garowitz told me, which is that we have to throw grace cards. And what Dr. Nate said was, for every grace card that you send, you get 10 back. And so good odds. And so my pivot has been, send love. Send love, send grace, send them love, because I just don't know what they're going through. And there's a book, and I don't know if it's here, and I'm trying not to mess with, oh, it is right here. Okay. The Four Agreements, right? One of my favorite books. And and the, the, agree, the second agreement is, um, I'm just reading off the uh, 
inside flap. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. This way. Oh, there you go. I love you. I'm just going to say how much I love the woman who's on the other side of the screen. Okay, I'm just going to, because we're, we're supposed to be talking about processing our feelings. So, Michelle, you've been the sister to me that I always wanted to have. And I have a sister, but, you know, and we love each other, but we're, we don't know how to do what you and I do. You know what I mean? We don't, we're not skilled to connect to each other, my sister and I, the way that you and I are skilled to connect to each other. And so thank you for being such a bright light for helping me fix my crown and not making it like a big thing. You're an amazing soul. And if anybody needs coaching, you should flipping call her. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> we, we really do different things. We're both intuitive coaches, but I'm really about the toxic free living gig. I mean, if anybody hasn't figured that out yet, I mean, Michelle's, Michelle's everything else. Um, so back to the four agreements and back to how we don't really know what's going on for other people. And so this book is by uh, Miguel, Don Miguel Ruiz. It's available in any bookstore and it's also available online anywhere. So don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. When others say and do what others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be a victim of needless suffering. And I'm going to tie something for you. If somebody, and I mean anybody, she's laughing at me. She's, mommy's so phony. If, if somebody was in an upset, my immediate was to take it personally. I did something wrong. I go on defense. People, it doesn't work. I got this book. Here we go. It was recommended to me by eight people in one week in the year. Uh, I want to say like 2015 or 2016. Eight people in one week in grad school all said, did you read that book? Because I think you need the book. So it's a great book. You, you know, can read whatever chapter you want. And by the way, I've been reading it for a long time. <laughs> and it's taken that long time for me really to not take these things personally. That what people are doing are a function or what they're saying is a function of an experience that they've had in this lifetime and or a past lifetime. You, my dear, are the trigger. And you're triggering the response so that they can heal their childhood wound or past life wound. Take it away, Michelle. Go for it. Talk about Akashic Records, shall you? Yeah, and this this doesn't um this doesn't mean if someone comes to you in a healthy way and they want to bring something to your attention, this 
doesn't mean like I want to be clear. If someone comes Thanks. with something that is helpful, a constructive, you know, in a constructive way, then that's the opportunity for us to look at ourselves and see what role we play or see if there's a shift or whatever. So that doesn't mean that taking it personally doesn't mean that we don't look at ourselves and see what if there's something in there, you know, for us as well. But what it does mean is that if they're coming to us in anger or, um, you know, you know, negativity of any sort, that is when we don't need to take it personally. Because even if the, because it might be that the words that they're saying or what they're trying to project to you, the core of it might be the. Oh, you're cutting out. That's weird. Hmm. Are you still there? Because they don't. Yes. Okay. So uh, the core of it, I lost you after the core of it. Okay. The core might be the thing that is really the, the diamond, right? But because they don't understand how to process their feelings and, and speak, and communicate in a healthy way, then that turned into whatever negative thing it turned into. But if you can get to the core of it, that's why that book says don't take it personal. Because how they're saying it or what they're doing isn't about you. It's about how they understand how to process, which clearly if they're doing it in a negative way, they don't understand how to process you. Okay, I am fully in agreement and I have a yes and to that. I think so first of all I'm in complete agreement like you you need to listen to what people are telling you and pray about it or process it or ask you know see a therapist, see a rock star coach, right? <laughs> um and find out uh does this resonate? have self-awareness, is this a trend for me? Are other people, am I, am I really showing up this way with other people as well? Or is this really just a one-off like thing, right? And even if it is a one-off thing, do you need to be doing it, right? And is it you doing it or is it somebody projecting, right? Like you have to look at those things. But the other thing is, um, and I think a big thing, what I've noticed, and again, going back to what uh, Chris Fetula said, which is that, you know, men are not processing their feelings, they're walking around, they're kind of, they're kind of, they are in an upset, several that I know, right? And something uh, becomes confrontational, meaning you just bring something up. We're not even saying like being mean, there's no anger around it. You know, it's kind of like, Hey, Michelle, your hair is black today, right? Like it's either black or it's blonde, blonde, or it could be redhead, right? But the thing is, there's no, there's no energy behind it. We're just going to have a conversation about your hair color right now. Is that okay? Right? And so if we just take it out and, you know, to something that you don't have a trigger on and we can just talk about the thing. And so what I think is important is that when you, meaning the collective, anybody out there, when someone 
is feeling an upset, meaning your heart feels out of balance. I want to talk about how you feel the emotions in your heart or you're in a stressed response. Your brain's kind of racing. Okay. Um, you don't feel calm. You feel like maybe you maybe have pins and needles. Maybe you're getting pain somewhere, as Michelle said earlier, because, you know, we can talk about this book later uh you can heal your life by uh, louise hill um when you're feeling those things your body is likely disassociated meaning well that's the nlp term and i think it's also a psychology term but in the quantum energy healing term we call it out of body she said, mommy, so funny, which means whatever it is that's in front of you has shocked you in a way that it's so confrontational, you can't be present in the moment. And so you can't even hear what someone's saying to you because it's so confrontational. And it might be, you know, chocolate or vanilla, too, right? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to really simplify it because it can be something as simple as chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream. And you may be worried about the cow who had to give the milk and you may be triggered by it, you know, like, I don't know. Right. But the point is that when you feel that way, this step in one of the steps, because I know Michelle has more, is that you want to ground and uh if you don't know how to ground i mean we have probably tons of videos on it michelle teaches people how to ground you want to ground yourself connect yourself to the earth which is a human resonance and really just you know or hug a tree okay <laughs> imagine if you're not near a tree imagine hugging a tree okay and try to be in your center and bring in dream think of bringing in love someone you love who reminds you of love if it's not a person bring in god i prefer to do that she says mommy mommy so comical today so you do that and then you can be present for whatever conversation that needs to happen uh what would you like to add to that mission What I see a lot of times is when we are triggered is 99.9% .9 of the time because we have not healed something within ourselves. We walk around this earth and we kind of I've heard people joking about it over the last several years about how easily offended people are anymore. And while I think some of it is people just decided that they could be keyboard warriors and say anything that they wanted to and be cruel and nasty because they're behind their computer. Um, the other part of that is we wouldn't have to be triggered if we had healed the things in our life that 
were related to that trigger, right? So for instance, when I make a post and somebody comments something nasty, I'm not triggered by it because I understand it's not about me. It, it it's, is it about the, the words that I posted? Well, yes, but that's not about me. It's about what they haven't healed in themselves or the mirror that they saw that showed them that something that they didn't like about themselves. And so they, you know, lash out at someone else. Again, the whole reason why it is so important to learn to process our own feelings, which equals healing. And then we don't have to live in that upset. We don't have to live with that feeling in our stomach, you know, that pit in our stomach or those butterflies or the hurt in our heart or the nerves or the anxiety or whatever it is, because we will be free of them. And if we're not triggered by someone else's, you know, reaction or action or whatever it is, then the beautiful thing, really, if you, <laughs> if I'm being human right now, the beautiful thing is that they have to then sit in their own energy. I know. If you don't absorb that energy, then guess what? You're probably going to make them even more upset than they already are because they're not getting a reaction out of you. And so when we heal ourselves and process our own feelings, that gives others the opportunity to do the same. Oh, all day, right? Like when you're not picking up the dice, man. And it's, I mean, boy, that was a big thing when I finally learned how not how to pick up the dice. And it wasn't like, I just, for those of you who are just starting on this part of the journey, first of all, uh, no judgment, right? And it does, it's not an overnight success. Absolutely not. <laughs> Because the thing is, God says, oh, great job. You know, you're not picking up the dice on that. And I'm like, like, good, good, good. And the other day, I'm like, again, I picked up the dice, not like with my husband or anybody, but somebody who didn't have paperwork ready for me when I went to, you know, you know, I called, I texted and made sure they had the numbers. We had an agreement on the number and the number is non-existent on the document that I need to sign and hand over the credit card for. Right. So. She's like, mommy. So, so, you know, we still have triggers. God's like, good, you got that checkbox. Let me give you another, right? And um, so I would like to know, so we have a lot of people, you know, uh, listening in today on um, the, I don't know, the 12 platforms that we're on. And so if you have a question that you want to post about, um, you know, some of the things that you're challenged by, we would love to answer your question. Um, because I think this is, you know, people just, you know, they, they, oh, forgive me. People just think it's normal to walk around being angry or sad or resentful, or they think it's normal to retaliate because that's the training or the programming they had as a kid. That's what they saw someone else do in the family unit. And so they're mimicking that because that's the program. And so the opportunity is to have a new model and to model the healthy behavior instead. 
Um chakalaka. And we're not saying that, you know, there's no toxic positivity. If something oh, thank you. happens, if something sad happens, we're talking about processing that. Be sad, be upset, and process those feelings instead of staying stuck there is what we're talking about. Because when we stay stuck in the sad, we are only hurting ourselves. So let's talk about, because people at me quite often with the, oh, so you're telling me that, you know, my mom died of cancer when I was 10 and then my my favorite uncle died and then my dog died. And I don't mean to be smiling as you're talking about death, but, but the Facebook post, I do, that Facebook post where you said, you don't you're not a victim or don't be a victim and you're responsible and we won't use names somebody just went like you know crazy that um because it's okay we're not even gonna talk about that it's when people come ask you with well how would you feel if xyz are you telling me that i shouldn't be sad no i'm telling you you should be sad yeah be sad yes. process that and process it because if you from the time that you were 10 years old and you don't i'm not saying get over your mother's death no. what we're saying is process it to where every moment of every day you're not depressed where you're not having to take god forbid pharmaceuticals to help you get through the day yeah, and um, we you're are talking oh. about processing so that you can heal the grief, you can heal the hurt, and then you're healing how you act. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to miss your mom. Of course you are, and of course you will always feel that in your heart. But when you allow yourself to process it, it can take the appropriate space and not stuck in a space of negativity and because too we all know like attracts like and the law of attraction is working so if you stay in that space where you're putting out i'm so sad 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 guess what the universe is going to keep giving you things to be sad about and if you don't believe it it doesn't matter it's still working it's still gonna happen so you can believe it or not Sorry, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. What? No. <laughs> Seeing it, sister. Uh, so I want to, I took notes. Um, Good. I got, on, I got on a little tirade right there. No, I love it. I love, I, 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 you know, like I'm all in. So, and so is everybody else. I'm just going to tell you. Um, so uh, before we, go on. I'm going to take a quick pause and uh, just say uh, it's a little lighthearted. Um, somebody's turning eight years old on Saturday. Happy birthday, Fegala. Happy birthday. Gonna have a party. Happy birthday. Okay. So we know that Michelle is the singer here, not me, but you know, I'm her mom. So, okay. Anyway, so that's, um, thank you for the soapbox. Thank you. You're welcome. We love you. 
And Naima Latif, thank you for being here. She says, thank you, beautiful ladies, for addressing this topic. We have been ridiculed, even punished for crying as children. Exactly what we were saying earlier. Um, and then Chris is saying it becomes a thought virus on a hamster wheel. It's recognizing it's time to step off the wheel all flipping day long. So I'm going to give a personal example of um of that okay so a couple things here um because i think when we talk about the personal things it allows a you know people to i mean like i want to just you know um so uh as i mentioned earlier my uh brother used to beat me up my my late brother and so he threw me across the room strangled me uh and my the left hip hit uh the corner of a very sharp table at the age of like 20 or 21. So we're, we're, we're like 40 years ago, right? And the pain's been gone for a long time. And I forgave him a long time ago. I understood what was happening for him. He had a brain tumor that was growing in his head. You know, um, I, 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 I just, I have, I love him. I don't have any anger for him. And what I forgot to do was forgive myself. And and I've shared this before, right? But we have new listeners. And so I forgot to forgive myself. And so that cellular memory was housed, right? In that area of my body. And so until I fully processed the emotion and the forgiveness, okay, of myself, it was very difficult to get rid of that pain. And so what I will also tell you is that this, there are layers. And so I have gotten rid of the pain and I will add the words for now, because I don't know if there's something deeper that's going to come in and it could be from a past life, which is what maybe I brought that into my field, you know, when I was 20 years old from a past life, who knows? I mean, I could access the record, but I'm not going to do that now. So there's that. Okay. So I want you to know that even if you're releasing the emotion and you're releasing the pain associated with the emotion, it could come in layers and it could be decades apart. Okay. That's number one. Number two, I want to talk about loss of a loved one. And, um, and I know that there's someone on here who's listening and this is really, this message is for you. Okay. Um, so I lost my mom and dad 18 months apart and um, it was devastating for me. And, um, you know, the cool thing is as an intuitive, uh, I can access and talk to her, but I like, like you, I, I can't hold her. Right. I, I can't give her the hug. Right. And so that's a very real 3d thing. And so what I would say is that for me, how I process this um, and I, let me see if this person's still on. Let me just see this. Hold on a second. Because I would like to, hopefully they're still on because this is really meant for you. Um, okay, so I can't tell without interrupting the show too long. So um, is that instead of focusing on the loss, I started bringing into my field the happy memories that I had and focused on that. Now, I want to tell you, there's some times where I have such a flipping amazing day. And the first thing I want to do is call my mom. So I'm not telling you it goes away. I'm just telling you that's a way to lessen 
the painful experience. And so to process your feelings, I'm not saying don't feel the sadness. What we are saying is don't sit and and squalor in the sadness, okay? Remember the love that that person gave you. Remember the good times. And I want to tell you this. If you lose somebody, they don't want you sitting at home grieving them every single day. That's not what they, that's not what they, if they loved you, that's not what they want. I can tell you now. And let's say they do, like, I'm just going to put that out there. Let's say they really do want you to just sit at home and, 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 uh, be sad for them. God doesn't want that. <laughs> so we're going to go with the higher power. Okay. So, so you can choose, we can choose, I can choose, Michelle can choose, Vegala can choose differently. And if you have to, because that's where you're at, love yourself where you're at. If you need to process that day and cry, cry. And then reframe and add, wow, I loved having ice cream with this person. I loved um, uh, sitting on the couch and just watching that, those old time movies with this person, whoever that is. Um, I loved cuddling up and snuggling in and talking about nothing. Do that. Reframe your sadness and put it into something that you can relish in that brings you joy. Okay, my rant's over. Because we did the birthday, we talked about the back, and we talked about mom. Okay. Continue on when we lose someone. Here's a, here's a couple of other points to think about as well. We are all on our own journey. Mm -hmm. We don't get to control somebody else's identity. And while it may make us sad that they are not physically with us any longer, that was their journey. Mm -hmm. And if we are still breathing, that means we still are on our journey. We still have a purpose here on earth and believe me the purpose is not to sit in your house with the blinds closed and cry until the day you die it's not it we have a responsibility to our own life purpose and does it suck when those types of things happen absolutely and it's also part of our journey and so while we are processing and giving ourselves grace, honor the journey of others and honor your own and understand that even when we don't know how or why, there is a purpose in absolutely everything. So sometimes that will help get us through those really hard days when really all you want to do is stay in bed. We get it. We get it. Completely. And a time that you are being called to pick yourself up and continue on your journey, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I want to say that, um, like for my mom and, um, and my dad, you know, they crossed over and they support me from the other side. And sometimes um, 
I'm not going to mention this person's name, but uh, she's an amazing soul and a mentor. She passed almost a year ago. And um, I know that she crossed over because she was more powerful on the other side for what we're walking into right now. And as much as I loved her when she was here on this earth, what she's doing for me now, um, I actually don't have words for. I mean, because it's unrecognizable. And so you want to know that, like Michelle said, every every soul has a purpose. And so sometimes they're just going to help you from the other side. And they're still going to lay down by your side, energetically. If you, going back to processing feelings, if you're willing to turn on your receiver, say, I receive, it could be just that simple, I receive, and feel the energy of your loved one with you. Have you you've done that, Michelle, right? Mm-hmm. I've been with my dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes, I mean, okay, not not to get the crazy button out, but um, I, I've, my my mom and dad have been very um, uh, prominent. Okay, she pulled out, uh, she pulled out a feather for us. Green, which is starting with heart. Um, thank you, Fagala. I've seen my parents walk, and all of a sudden I'm talking. I'm talking to my husband Andrew, and my head goes like this. Because I can literally see them walking now. Because that's how my vibration has raised, where I can actually see and feel them walk. So there are places we can go in our evolution so that we can. The more we let go of the noise in our head, process our feelings, and realize all this stuff is just distractions that keep us from where we need to go. Oh. Okay, I I I I've been told to help people reframe this. If there's something that keeps coming up in your life, first of all, of course, look at the trend, look what, what part it is in yours and what, what do you need to modify, okay? But God has a plan for you. And um Okay, why are not all your feathers, honey? Um, God has a plan for you. And I'm just going to say there's distractions, maybe from the other side. Okay? So, do you want to give your power away? Or do you want to just say, I don't need to pick up the dice because somebody left the, you know, cap off the tube of toothpaste. Love them where they're at. And I'm going to focus on the one thing that I'm supposed to be doing here as my mission. And so the question is, you have to ask yourself, is this going to get me to where I need to go if I do X? And you you know what that X is. You can fill in the blank. You know who taught me that, by the way? Michelle? Hmm. Hmm. And you didn't teach me that by telling me, did you? 
Did you teach me that by telling me what to do? No. <laughs> How did you teach me? No. How did you teach me that? Well, showing you that there's other ways, you know, and believe me, none of us are perfect, but in the moment that we can, just like this platform here, in the moments that we can help others live an even fuller life by doing their own healing, it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of people on Instagram right now, uh, probably, I don't know, maybe five or six people, it looks like on Instagram. We have several people in uh, the Emotional Healing Toxic Free Living Group. And then we have YouTube, we have LinkedIn going, we have your groups going, both of our Facebook groups going and Facebook ones. What are the things y'all um, want to know about, about this? Ask your questions. We We want to we want to serve you what do you need to know and then somebody uh said that spoke to me really good well i am glad um, that's one of my rock star women miranda ann thanks miranda awesome um yeah because michelle's a great teacher and um So I'm going to say this when, and you know, for those who don't know, I've been like basically not out going out right now. I haven't been out probably, I don't know how much, I mean, at all, um, because I've been finishing my book. And one of the things that I mentioned is that um, how I studied leadership, like for decades, and I sucked because I couldn't lead myself. So what makes Michelle such a great leader and a great coach is because she learned how to lead herself first, right? And so if you can lead yourself first, you can lead others. So, um, so what I would say is, you know, explore what are those interferences make a list get just get a piece of paper out what are the interferences that are stopping you in the 3d realm that you think are stopping you from being your best self make that is it your food is it your water is it your behavior is it the behavior you get because of the food and the water that you drink is it is it um is it something buried in your akashic records and you know i found something with my with our friend uh this morning there was something that was buried in my akashic records that had to come out I'm like oh crap let's get that out okay so we healed that but the thing is if you at least start the process of being aware and start looking at I believe the universe will respond and start showing you more. And then see Michelle, right? Or see myself and we can help you. Um, or actually, if you're in the Arizona, I'm just going to say this, go see Chris. She's got, she's actually, Chris, where are you working again? She's, she's working at a shop in, um, in Arizona. 
you know, she's really brilliant. She's a great medical intuitive. Um, so if you need a medical intuitive and, you know, look, I don't compete uh, because I, I know all three of us believe that you're going to go to the person that you're called to because you're supposed to. So if you need a medical intuitive, um, see myself, see Chris, you need intuitive for all the other things, see Michelle. Um, uh, and she wants to, I'm sorry, there was a question. What are some of the different tools you use to process and clear negative emotions? Could you talk to that, Michelle? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So one thing that, um, here's, here's a, I think it's a fun tool. Um, so some of you might know that my, what I call former life, <laughs> um, here on this or this timeline, um, uh, I was a, um, active real estate broker uh for almost 20 years and i had a rule for myself because real estate can be very upsetting and maddening and frustrating and 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 we may you know we may think that we have the deal done and then everything blows up and it goes bye-bye so it can be really tough and because to a commission only. So, you know, all of the emotions plus the finances thrown in there, it just, it just can really wreak havoc on your, um, your nervous system for sure. And so I had a rule. If something upset me, mm -hmm. I allowed myself that day until midnight to bitch and moan and cry and yell and you know have one too many glasses of wine or whatever it was that i felt like i needed to do in my humanness to get over it and then the next day when i woke up when i was reminded of what happened i told myself nope you had your time you had your time to be mad you Processed it however you wanted to. And today, a new day. You got to move on. So while that may not work for every single emotion that you feel, for me, it was really helpful in the day-to-day -day because I it was like it was like I was treating myself as the child, right? I was the parent and the child at the same time. Where I knew I needed to get, I knew I needed to allow myself to feel it. But I also knew that if I had to have another deal, I needed to get over it because it certainly wasn't going to happen with that last one that I just lost. So that was a that's a fun way that I really enjoy getting over things that you're not going to be able to fix or change anyway, right? So that's that's a fun and easy way. Well, maybe not always easy, but it worked for me. So maybe try that. So I had the 10 second rule. So, okay. So, and actually, you know, I, I want to just preface this by saying it's not always a good rule. So when I had, um, was in landmark education, which I, you know, I studied with landmark education for many years at leadership group, um, it's international in scope. Um, they had a 10 minute rule, right? Like you could be what they called on it. Meaning, you know, having your messed up energy for whatever, 10 minutes. 
And really, you know, you take that time to process your your feelings, you talk to the coach, you know, you process it. And, you know, a lot of times I think that that can work, right? I'm not going to say it can always work. But then when my mom got cancer, and of course, I don't know anything about the connection between emotions and cancer, by the way, at this point in time. So we made it a 10 second rule. I said, no, we don't have time to be upset. Let's have some joy, right? But I want to tell you what the, the downside is to that. She didn't get to process her feelings. And cancer, people, is all about unprocessed feelings. And I want to tell you that if you haven't watched the docuseries, The Truth About Cancer, with, uh, which is um, heralded by Ty Bollinger okay, and his wife, Charlene, I believe it is. Um, I watched the docuseries in 2014. And the thing that stuck with me, I mean, there was so much, right? It was like nine sessions. But the thing that stuck with me and is the platform for my business is emotional healing, toxic free living. What he said was, you can eat all the organic food that you want. But if you don't handle the organ that's between your brain, or between your ears, sorry, right? Your brain, your emotions, you're still going to get cancer, which takes you to a great book, which we haven't really talked about. And I don't know that we need to, but Louise Hayes has when you can heal your life. It's a great book you can access. And she'll she'll connect the dots for you as far as, um, you know, if you have pain, what's in, in a particular place in the body or you have a, uh, a symptom um, or a, you know, a Western medicine club disease state, she'll tell you what the emotion is associated with that disease state. And you can work through those emotions and release the disease. Okay. So processing your feelings Is so important for you. It's important to your long-term health. Um, you can lose. Let me tell you about the weight loss plan. <laughs> like, might be so funny. The weight loss plan is process your feelings and the weight drops off. Would I mean, can you disagree with that, Michelle, or not really? Yeah, you know, obviously. It's so key because there can be a lot of different things, but yeah, certainly weight can be turned on because you have obsessed emotions. That is definitely one of the things that can be going on. Yeah, one for sure. I mean, but it is clearly if you're if you're eating healthy, right, and exercising and doing all this stuff, and you're still really heavy, you have something to process, right? Um, or it could be that your endocrine system's off and that, you know, but the question is, why is your endocrine system off? Right. And so she's just, okay. Oh, you have something to say. Sorry. That's why she's getting off. Okay. Um, what is it that you want to say, Fagla? She, well, this is her always message, right? Start with heart, but she's extending that a little bit. 
what she's saying is if what you want is love which we all want love you have to okay i hear you you have to love yourself first find yourself right first and even she says if you are overweight even if you're obese she says love yourself where you're at love that body and she's saying you don't actually have to bite me to do get your message across okay um, please stop please, hey get out of bird mode um <laughs> she's saying love your body you know don't judge your skin don't judge your hair don't judge your lips don't judge your eyes she says actually sit oh that's a great idea she says go into the mirror and find parts of yourself that you just love and then speak it out loud anything else no and the chewing stopped thank you Fagala. You know, you can't make this up, right? I mean, what would you like to leave people with, Michelle? Um, I, you know, I haven't put the banner on, so let me do that. Uh, forgive me. And you should remind me next time if I forget. So well, is this still accurate? I will, but, you know, no, um, there is. So the, the Tuesdays at Tony's is no longer, but I, I am going to be somewhere tonight, but it's not an every Tuesday thing. Do you want to? Um, Tell people change. about it and, and also just type it in the in the private chat so we can get people out there to see you tonight. I will. And then while um, you're doing that, this is how you get in touch with Michelle. So uh, it's myrockstarcoach at gmail.com. Her website is www.rockstarcoach.org. Uh, her Facebook page is at the Rockstar Coach. Um, you know, for me, uh, that's me, Reverend Jody, um, 847-738-0242, Jody at SusanaEssentials.com. And, you know, the website's the same, SusanaEssentials.com. You can schedule a free, uh, a free uh, consult uh, for about, you know, 10, 15 minutes if you need that. Um, and then let me uh, take that and looks like okay it's ollie's tavern in john's creek so how far is john's creek from marietta like from where i live probably about an hour 45 minutes to an hour oh really so i won't be going tonight 45 minutes i mean like is it like is it towards woodstock or is it towards no no it's um past Alpharetta. oh so it's further okay it is a school mm -hmm. night <laughs> for me <laughs> although i might just do it anyway we'll see what happens um I, I think i need uh to have a little bit of a distraction from writing the book i was up till 2 30 in the morning writing last night so um so ollie's tavern and john's creek tonight and then um it looks like we have wednesdays let me just see if i can get this in here real quick um let's do this and then while you're doing that, I just want to say, and I don't have it set up yet. So if anyone is interested, just shoot me a quick email and I will get you on the list for details. But February 20th, 
um, I am going to be doing a prayer and healing circle. Um, there is going to be a small charge for it, $22, but, and it will be virtual. So anyone can attend male or female. Um, it, it, we are just, and I'm inviting anyone who wants to either bring their own requests for healing or, um, intervention, whatever that looks like. Um, or if you want to come and hold space for others to, to bring their requests and heal. Um, our world, as we know, is it's going through a lot of hardships and heavy energy. So if you want to be a part of helping raise the vibration and healing others, I'm going to be doing that on the 20th. So reach out to me and I will make sure to get you information. Wonderful. Uh, you know, I'm not having a very good time with this editing. So we're just going to tell people. So Wednesdays, um, um, Michelle is at Joe's Bar and Restaurant in Johns Creek. Uh, I'm just going to take this down because it's inaccurate, right? Okay. Why don't you go ahead and tell people? And, and then Thursdays, I'm always at Creation Social House. So if you have questions about where I'm going to be with karaoke, um, if you have questions about, you know, intuitive things or coaching, Obviously, just reach out to me, and I'm happy to answer any questions for you. Yeah, yeah, and um, and obviously, we highly recommend Michelle. That's why she's on the show every month. Um, so and thank you everybody for coming. It looks like Instagram ended because it just ends exactly at sixty minutes, and so we did go over uh, just a couple of extra two extra minutes. And um, uh, thank you everybody for joining. If you want to share this show. Um, you can do so by using the link uh, that that you're watching right now. It's on YouTube, Facebook. Um, it's on, in, well, no, Instagram deletes it. Um, it's, we'll also, it's on Podbean. And so Podbean then shares it with Spotify, Apple. I mean, um, I don't know, name every podcast, Samsung, <laughs> you know, and she keeps on pulling out feathers. This is a new thing. It's it's preening. It is it it's spring. So this is not completely abnormal. But she's I think she's being very intentional about the color as we speak, because that's who she is. Um but uh but feel free to share this show because I think it's really important for people to really start feeling their feelings. And if you need help in processing that, give one of us a call. Um you know, myself, give Michelle a call. And I'm just going to go out and say, you know, give Chris Fetula a call. And um, she is at Serendipity and she's in Arizona, but it's BA with Chris Fetula. So you can find her on, on Facebook and on YouTube. All right. Thank you. And everyone have a, a wonderful day. And we're so uh, grateful that you showed up. Thank mm -hmm. you.